Hello everyone and welcome to episode 101 of everyone's favourite clan hockey podcast, Two Minutes for Chatting. Um, it's been a few weeks since we last recorded, um, so we've got a couple of signings to cover and then we're going to hopefully entertain everybody with our annual preview episode. So this is when we, we think that we know everything about every player and then a year's time from now we go back and decide that we were talking to you about everything. And that's all really part of the fun, isn't it? Yeah, it's all, it's all part of the fun. Um, I did sort of think maybe we should throw in a couple of names of players that might come in during the season, but that's a step too far. Yeah, even though we don't know that we're yeah, releasing we people just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's there's a there's guaranteed to be a couple of shocking predictions here, so it's just really a case of who's going to do more than me or you. But I think it might be me again, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we'll see. As you said, first couple of games in, maybe we'll want to revisit these, but that's part of the part of the excitement. So since we last um, last recorded, as I said, there's been three signings to complete team so it was nice and early that we've got a, a completed team to talk about which is good um, and first first of all was um, right winger Gabriel Shabbat who is Canadian um, a 26 year old right shot who comes from four years at Boston University and a couple of years at uh, Rapid City Rush in the East Coast League, uh, where I think it's fair to say last year was was a bit of a breakout for him with 50 points in 72 games. Um, I think he could be could be a good player in this league. Another one that we've sort of added to the team who's just got one or two years or no years pro experience. Um, so hopefully a guy coming in, quite a hungry player. Um, and if he sort of continues that point scoring form, then he, he could be well suited for the elite league. Yeah, definitely. Um, there are a lot of these kind of guys coming in, kind of young guys or just out of uni. Um, and yeah, as you say, played at Boston Uni um, in the setup there and won an NCAA championship there, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, not a point. Not a points guy at university, but as you'd said, did put up 50 points in 72 games last season in the East Coast League. So I'd imagine he's a pretty versatile player Um can play a number of different roles. From what I've heard, he's very highly rated. Um, you know, People have nothing but good things to say about him as a, as a player and a person. So could be a real fan's favourite. Yeah, and as we've you see before that players playing obviously certain roles in, in a given team. So I think in Boston, not not a point scorer, but clearly can do it at a decent level as he proved the last year. And um, only five foot eight, so kind of on the smaller side, but hopefully brings a bit of speed and uh, you know for a wee bit of aggravation style that would be 
quite well suited to our team. Uh, you know, previously he's not got a record of, of many penalty minutes really, but a couple of junior seasons where he has put up points. So he's the kind of guy that um, I'm looking forward to seeing. It's yeah. hard to it's hard to judge these. You, you look at players from last season that maybe were in a similar mould, and it's hard to to kind of predict what they're going to do. But um, when you add him into the forward group that we've got, I think he'll fit in well. And as we'll we'll come on to, um, you know, he's he's going to have a lot of chances to continue that goal scoring. I think. Yeah, he's a guy that um, that I'm really excited. Uh, about I think he'll be excellent for us. Um, I think he knows Sean Bhutan as well from his time at Rapid City. Um, from his interview, he said they can he can produce offensively, brings good speed, um, good on special teams, good defensively. Uh, Selling himself a bit. No, he's not the biggest, but can hold his own. Yeah, so just a kind of a general. All rounder, um, but it looks to be like a good, a good team player. Um, reads the game well and gets in the right positions. Um, so if he's going to bring that a, that level of kind of hard work and tenacity to the team, um, as well as that skill, then um, I think he'll be a huge asset for us. I think on his like kind of watching his highlights, a lot of his a lot of his goals have been coming from the blue line. Um, so looks to be a kind of a big power play guy as well, um, and maybe someone that can be used almost as a D man, sort of like on on the power play, sort of sitting on the mm-hmm. blue line. Um, so yeah, could you know there's there's options there, um, and I think he'll kind of suit whatever Malcolm Cameron wants him to to do for us next season. Yeah, and it's important having those kind of players because we, we've got obvious guys who are going to be um, point scorers and, um, you know, maybe less reliable defensively. So um, it's good to have these kind of players. And I, and I do look forward to to seeing them because it, it he's one of the guys that I think has come in to replace players from last season that we really need to upgrade on. So I'm I'm liking the look at that from the start. And um, yeah. we'll just we'll just see what, what it does. Uh, another concern last time was regarding the, the goaltending situation. And I think now uh, whether or not those concerns have been addressed is up for debate and we'll probably talk about that. But we did bring in Another import netminder, um, and that was Ty Taylor, who is, I think, quite an interesting character. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that specifically about his his personality. He seemed a decent guy, but somebody who was drafted um, by Tampa Bay in 2018 and for a couple of years with Vernon Vipers, and I'm not sure what league that is, BCHL, but showed some good promise. Uh, and then since then, maybe perhaps played on, on weaker teams. So statistically, um, doesn't look great, but he's a big, really big guy, six foot four, 
obviously has talent and, and that's been picked up on. Um, played one game with Orlando last year. Uh, so he's going to come in to share the starting duties with Zach Driscoll. Um, Malcolm Cameron said Driscoll's going to be the number one, but one of Taylor or Driscoll will, will start with uh, Ewan Simpson as backup. And it's obviously our first time trying the, the goaltend, the, the two import goaltenders. So uh, when he does start, he, he's going to be under a lot of pressure, but I think I think he's one that we maybe just have to we'll have to allow him to bed himself in a bit. He's he's not going to be at the level of Shane Starrett, neither is is Driscoll, but I think he's going to take a bit of time to adapt and hopefully we sort of see the benefits of that towards the second half of the season type thing. Yeah, um, a few good points in there. I think he, it's kind of strange as well that it. Because he, cause he was drafted um, it's a seventh round. It's just, I don't know. I don't really know how, <laughs> how that works, um, how it's worked for him. Um, but, you know, the, he's obviously been drafted for a reason. So. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that draft came after the um, second season with Vernon Vipers. Uh, yeah. Mm. In which he had a 2.96 goals against average and a, sorry, a 1.87 goals against average and a 0.931 save percentage. So, I mean, that's that's excellent stats over 31 games. So you can see why they've um, picked him up. But it, it's it's really just the the college drop-off after that, but hardly, hardly played any games. And, you know, Malcolm Canley spoke quite highly of him, so who might to disagree really. No, exactly. I think there's there's obviously a good a good goalie in there. Um and like like Starry is a a big guy, six four, so um takes up a lot of a lot of room in net. Um yeah, that was a point nine three one save percentage um with Vernon Vipers. Uh, and a twenty-three and five record as well there, so that's mm-hmm. that's pretty incredible, um, regardless of whatever level it is. So um, yeah, so you, af- after that, obviously went into NCAA setup, um, and kind of since then hasn't hasn't played a lot of games like you said. Um, so yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see. I think you'll be looking to to kind of learn uh, off Driscoll as well as kind of push him um, I think though I, th- I think we'll see him play a number of times this season um, I, think yeah. makes, what, I think it makes think sense the, the, sorry just to ask where you're no, saying no. that what do you think the kind of share of of duties will be do you think it would be like sort of 60-40 in favour of Driscoll, or will it be, will it be more, or will it be purely based on who's who's really in in the most form kind of thing? Um, yeah, I, I don't think it will be as much as sixty forty, but I think I think Malcolm Cameron will be will be keen to um, to kind of share the load a bit, so I can see him probably playing maybe one and four. Um, 
by the end of the season. Uh, or kind of in that ballpark anyway. Um, <clears throat> we'll kind of see it. I think with with Star obviously being away, I think we we kind of needed we needed um, to have good good netminders. Um, and like we obviously know players like Star are, are very difficult for a club like us to get and to keep a hold of. So so I think the tandem is a, is a good way to go about it going forward. Um, so yeah, I, I, I hope that we do get to see him play a bit because, um, you know, I think he does he does have what it takes really to to be a good a good goalie. So um, yeah, well, obviously, like the last few years, his stats haven't been that great on the face of it. But um, yeah, one basically what I'm saying is I think he's a better goalie than what what his stats show. Oh yeah, I think I think definitely. I, I did a, a wee bit of digging on that just because it was sort of interesting me. Um, in that that league that season, uh, you know, there were definitely a lot of very good players. Um, one that stood out was I'm just sort of looking at the point scorers and things. Mm. Uh, Alex Newhook, who played, won the Stanley Cup this year with oh, yeah. Yeah. Colorado. Um, was playing that year. A couple of guys who've uh, also played the NHL games since and are sort of consistent um, American Hockey League players as well in there. He was one of two goaltenders that were drafted that year. Um, the other guy was someone called Adam Shiel, who just looking him up. Uh, had some, has had really good stats in the AHL in the past couple of years. So, shields up. I think exactly. Yeah, we surely. Um, some, I think he is. I think he is going to be a good goaltender, and I think if he finds a place to to settle, you know, he talked in his interview about we've been there for a couple of years. Um, so, you know, if he can, if he can get himself as foot in the door and, and really produce some big performances, I think that'll that'll do well and I'm excited for the for the two imports. I think it gives you that peace of mind as well that we're not having to fall back on with the you know no with the best possible intention I don't want to be falling back on, on you and Simpson so having that yeah, yeah. safety safety net there with those two is, is good as well so yeah, yeah. I think I think we've got a good goaltender there it means you'd probably be more inclined to change it during the game as well if it's not going well uh, yes which yeah. is again something that I felt like he was kind of reluctant to do last season there was a couple of games I remember um, I think down in Coventry in particular one night um, started wasn't having a great game but he you know, still kind of persist, persisted with him, so yeah. Uh, so that might come into it a wee bit as well. Yeah, you'll have to probably, you know, think about that one because he he did say that generally it would be one or the other with Simpson as backup. So I think if if he did right. go with the two of them, then you would have yeah, one of the way. one of the twelve sitting out which is you know it's 
definitely feasible, but I think it's probably more likely that it will be it will be one or the other. But that yeah sort of remains to be seen, just based on how the two guys start to play. So um, I think in that interview as well, there's some interesting <laughs> insight about uh, Shane Starrett. Oh, I'm just going to say from from Melbourne I, I thought you were talking about Ty Taylor's and other. <laughs> well. Yeah, there was some funny bits on that as well. Uh, is that when he forgot or didn't know who Ewan Simpson was? <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, I thought his name was Ian or something. Yeah, um, I mean, that's fair enough. <laughs> it's one of those yeah. things. Isn't it? He would probably put him on the spot a wee bit there. Um, yeah, I mean, he's, I don't know, he's obviously kind of nervous about doing interviews and stuff. And yeah, did say that he was excited about going to England, so. Uh, yeah, I think I think <laughs> I think Craig Anderson sort of um, sorted that part out, I guess. Um, to be fair, but the other side of that coin is it looked. Well, I mean, it did look as if Craig Anderson just dragged him out of bed to do the interview. Again, <laughs> yeah, the morning, so. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I think it'll, it'll maybe improve on that side of things. Um, but as as Malcolm Cameron said about Shane Starrett, you know he. he is still got hopes of playing in the NHL and mm. perhaps only only came to us because uh, he was trying to you know prove fitness and not only came to us but gave him a chance to prove fitness over a long season and he's hopefully going to have offers that he can take up in the AHL next season it'd be great to see him obviously do well I think Malcolm Cameron specifically mentioned Edmonton and he would have maybe been the next in line to get a chance there. So you can tell he was an excellent goalie. Um, I think some people have maybe played that down. We've been quite a big supporter of his, I think. So yeah, don't blame um, the forum. For me, yeah, for me, he was um, probably the the best I think that I've seen. Certainly in the top two. I don't. I sure. generally don't. I don't even think it's close. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think. I think he was great. Very, very reliable. So it wouldn't surprise me to see him get a good move next year, and then who knows? Really, could he could go on from there? He's still a still a good agent. Clearly, the fitness isn't a concern. So um, all the best to him. But he's he won't be in the elite league next year. I think for sure. So that's good. And that it's nobody else rather than yeah, if we're not going to get him nobody else will so wish him the best from that point of view definitely if it doesn't work out as well you know a few years down the line you know, yeah he's got he's got a number yeah exactly um, and then finally final import signing was a very welcome one, I think, from most people's point of view, and that was the return of Nolan Laporte. Um, it had been rumoured, of course, that he would be coming back in a few outlets, but I think it was nice to get that finally confirmed. Uh, he was he was excellent last year, I thought, and uh, he's just going to he's going to complete those those forward lines really well, I think. I just like pretty much every aspect of his game, and he showed that last last season with a year's 
a year more experience in the league. He could really be one of the top performers. So very glad to have him back. Yeah, um, I've I've spoken at length about how it's going to take me a while to to appreciate Nolan Laporte and how good he is. Um, I think he definitely stood out a lot more for me last season um, when only a handful of forwards did really. So um, yeah, I would say his his quality definitely shone through last season. Um, we know what he brings to the team. Uh, He's a, a hard worker, brings a, a lot of tenacity and a, a hatred for referees, which is unrivaled. So, yes, uh, no, but like in general, I thought I thought he offered more last season than what he did in his, in his first season. Um, yeah, I think he was a, a key player, uh, in particular in those those two playoff games against Cardiff as well. He was, um, no, he's a real kind of big game player for us um, and you know helped as well with, on that top line when, when it, it didn't really work for, for Stevenson and when Stevenson was kind of in and out of the team with injuries and he was the one that stepped up um, to play in that top line with Juan Yellowhorn so he's got that kind of versatility about him as well um, Yeah, he can score some can score some points as well, that's for sure. Um, yeah. I think one of the goals at Brayhead against Fife, I'll, I'll remember that one for a long time. Oof. Um That was a great goal, but uh, yeah, he can do, again, a bit of everything. Um, and I think he's a he's a bit of a leader as well. So I, think I, I was glad that we, we had him back. Obviously, there weren't too many returning players in and he was one that I would have wanted, so glad that we've made that one happen. Yeah, definitely. It was a nice a nice way to, to round off the, the squad, as you'd said. Um coming into his age thirty season as well, so he's still still at the height of his game. Um and again, like you said, one you'll be one in the dressing room getting getting the players up for every game. So he, he knows the expectations now. Um and I think I think he'll be one of these guys that wants to um, push us on to try and win something this season. So, um, but yeah, definitely a, the icing on the cake for for a good a good looking roster. Yeah, very much so. Um, and I think I think on that note, we're going to go through it. Uh, and b- before we do our uh, before we do our kind of overall prediction categories I think uh, we'll go through each each player and do our, our marks out of 10 uh, and then just obviously briefly, briefly discuss them see see where we compare and how we agree or disagree as is quite often the case so we'll start we'll start with the goaltenders and we just kind of talked about them so um you want to give your marks for the, the three goaltenders? Uh, yep, okay. I've Well, I've not given one for Ewan Simpson because I, I generally don't think we'll see him um, injury aside. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've not I've not given him a mark. Um, yeah, neither have I, really. I was just kind of, no, okay. <laughs> just kind of leading you on there. But two imports then? Two imports. I'll start with 
Um, Zach Driscoll, I've given him an eight for a preseason prediction. Um, I've said I think he'll be very good for us. Hoping as good as Starrett, but um, that'll be a tall order. Um, but generally will be good. And Ty Taylor, I've given a seven to. And I've said solid backup. Um, we'll push the other goalies better than we think. Better than we, yeah, better than we think. Um, so yeah, a, a seven and an eight. Yeah, I've I've actually got the exact same marks, um, and for the same for the same reasons that in that case, uh, Driscoll. I, initially, when I was doing it, I, I had Driscoll down as a seven, um, just because I, I I thought he'd be good. But then I thought I know what I did with Starrett last time. And I just thought Starrett would be fine. Um, I think Driscoll will, will be very good as well. So I bumped him up to an eight. And then, as you said, Taylor. I think we can be fairly confident in him as a backup. So seven is seven is a is a good score for him. I think he's going to be seen a bit less. So okay. if he if he if he pushes himself up to eight and nine, then great. But start off as a seven so that's those two and defense were your defensive marks defense right okay here we go um no real sort of low scores i don't think from from me yeah um so i've said just actually briefly to outline your scale because you talked about this has always been a bit different so for me a 10 for me a 10 would be like a Connor mcdavid playing for our team a 10 is basically didn't do it can't do anything wrong haven't got a bad word to say i don't think anyone will ever really be a 10 for me no maybe a 9.9 but not an actual 10 uh, nine, obviously, great, excellent. Eight, very good. Seven is good, and then six is fine. Six is my fine. Yeah, I think I think yeah, I've fine. tried to echo that so that we're kind of in step with each other. So I've tried yeah. to do okay. something similar. Okay, on you. Um. Sean Bertan, I've given a seven to. Um, I've said I think you'll be steady, won't do too much wrong. Um, a strong player and a leader in defence. Um, Mitch Jones, I've given seven and a half. Uh, I think we'll see more of the same from him, but I think his production will drop off a bit. Um, although having said that, he could quite easily have another season like last in which case that would go up to an 8 Kevin Massey I've given a 7 to I've said solid, good player but not outstanding Um, but just what we need at the back a bit of a Cameron presence Mm -hmm. Um, so we'll we'll do it it in halves then so what's what's your threes Okay, I've given Bhutan a 6 um, 
Just because I, I think he'll be the weakest. Sorry, not the weakest, but I think he will stand out the least of the defence. And actually, in my marking, there's not really too much wrong with a six. It's normally just that I don't notice them because they're not terrible, but they're not, they yeah. don't stand out. So I think it's probably a six, maybe a bit harsh, could be a seven. Um, I think he'll be absolutely fine. Um, I might as well reveal now that I think he'll probably, Malcolm Cameron will probably pair him with Stenton, that I've got initially, just because he'll be a, a calm, reliable player. Uh, Interesting. So I, I had him playing with Stenton, um, just also for the sort of leadership thing. He's been a captain before, and um, I, I think he'll probably still play somebody that will kind of talk Stenton through a game, stuff like that, experience in the league. So I've given a six slash seven, really, Tim. Jones, for me, an eight. Um, it, yeah, it will depend on how the league sort of reacts to him now. He'll be a, a target in that he's, he's probably one of the, the elite defensemen, certainly on our team. So if he manages to maintain that scoring rate, then for me, he could, get, he could be higher than that. The only concern is, is defensively that he's not a liability, but I think for sure he'll, he'll need to be um, doing more work defensively. Um, because I think just the way he, was, he came in, he could kind of have an impact with point scoring. Maybe the only criticism was that um, he wasn't as good defensively as some of the other guys. So he is one to watch, but I'm definitely excited about having him because he gives us so much. Uh, and and Massey, I've got a seven, which I think is what you had. Um, very steady. I think we'll hopefully be a better player than Cody Saul. Um, not not an aggressive guy, but a stay at home reliable one. And I think he'll go under the radar for the right reasons. Um, quite yep. impressed with what I saw at Nottingham. So for me, you'll have a good season. So I went to seven for him. Yeah, I like that. Um, not too much uh, this summer there. Um, right, the last three D-men. Uh, Liam Stenton, I've got a seven. Um, I've said that he will look to improve on last season yet again um, and I think they can do that um, and I've put a question mark next to more production mm-hmm. um, and if we'll see that from him this season um, I think he's definitely got the the attributes to do it um, and we've, we saw just how far he came just during last season so I think he can he can improve yet again. So again, that that score could could go up as well. Um, Gergely Toth, uh, I've given an eight to. I've said I think he will be very good on the puck, um, a good transitional player for us, and a hard worker. Um, the one concern that I had about him is, will we see something? similar to 
to Vinanen and that he's going to be the only player in the team that he's, his first language isn't English and is that going to have an effect? I don't think it will, but just... Big call, yeah. Um, just something to note, perhaps. And Colton Waltz, I've given an eight to. Um, I've said I think he will be solid at the back. Um, a real kind of shutdown guy. I think he'll surprise a lot of fans. Um, and he won't stand out for the wrong reasons. Mm. Yeah, that is. Um, well, we, we've got our first differences at least. <laughs> good. So it's a good place to start. Uh, I'll start with Toth because we were the same, same eight out of ten. Okay. Uh, I, I think even the, the sort of Malcolm Cameron interview where he talked a bit about him and other stuff. I'm, I'm getting more excited about him. Hopefully, yeah, the, the language barrier isn't isn't an issue. But I think what we said when we when we signed him that he's maybe one of those guys that is going to really really be excellent. And you know, perhaps other teams have have missed him, not not bringing him in. Uh, just looks like he can do most things, albeit that's the highlights. And he is going to be tested, so. Let's see, but he's probably the one that I'm most excited about from the six, I'll say that. Um, and possibly the unknown quantity is helping a wee bit. Uh, yeah. Stenton, Stenton I've given an eight. Okay. Just yeah. because I, I'm kind of wanting him to be an eight as well. That I think he's this is his chance to really show how good he can be. Uh, coach yes. obviously trusts him. He'll be playing again with a a solid partner, and I think this will be his his um, kind of regular minutes per game season. A real they minute be, muncher. He might become a minute muncher. <laughs> uh, I hope he does, and I think you know I, I really want him to develop. So I want him to add points, yeah, maybe a couple. Um because size wise he's not he's not gonna be quite there yet still. Uh but yeah, just really like like watching him so I've given him an eight. Yeah, I'm I'm well, I'm, gen- I'm not against giving an eight percent. I should yeah I should you know. Yeah. Sorry anyway. Um Colton Waltz is a seven for me. Uh and that is only because I think he's I think he's a good player. I just um, don't think he'll be worth an eight. I don't think he's he's going to be good enough to earn an eight. I think he'll be a perfectly decent, but an eight for me is just too much for what I saw last year or didn't see. But he's he's always been one that I think you've maybe liked more than I have. So um, yeah, I just I don't know. yeah, I, I just I just think he'll be fine. Nothing, absolutely nothing wrong, really. But for me, I, I I don't know if I was if I was picking one that I would. Nah, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm going to say, but but seven so. Absolutely fine. 
and I hope he's the drives in the end and, and is in eight or nine. I think he will. I think when we brought him in, I think we were shipping goals left, right and centre. And I think he did come in and sort of nullify that a wee bit. Um, I think he kept, was it Vinan that he kept out of the team? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I think he is pretty solid. I think he had a good sort of plus minus, if I remember correctly as well. Um, mm-hmm. And he's got the, the right kind of attributes for us. Maybe just doesn't doesn't stand out as much. Um, but I'm, I'm more than fine with that. Yep. Yep, okay. Um, forwards... We'll, we'll, we'll do in two groups again. I'll just go really quickly, firstly, through my go for my group. I'm just going in elite prospects order. Um, yeah. So, Buesa, I've given a, I've given a six. I think he'll see more ice in four lines, but I don't think he'll, um, he'll do anything, anything wrong. But I think still he'll, he'll be limited to. To not getting quite as much of a chance to show what you can do so six is a sort of go-to mark for me in that case uh, Shabbat I've gone for a seven um, we've discussed them at a length there good player um, gonna have to adapt to European style a bit and I think we'll see him in multiple roles but whether he's gonna he's gonna do enough to move into my eight category is a bit up for debate. Debate, but I'm gonna I, I like his that kind of player, so I'm being more conservative this time. I'm a bit conscious of saying that guys are going to be unbelievable and they're not. So that that's maybe what takes some of these people down a mark. Uh, Cowney, I've given Cowney a seven. I think he'll get a chance um, to play with good players again this year with the, with the four lines. I think he'll probably have a place in the third line initially and did well with Guilford. And we need him to produce some some points, I think, as well. We've got to make sure our, our Brits are contributing a bit. So I look forward to seeing what a, a more mature county can do. So I'm going to give him a seven. Good season, I think he'll have. Uh, Dixon, I've given him an eight. And that's only because he'll be the first guy who can win more than 50% face-offs. <laughs> so he's automatically given an eight. <laughs> Purely for that. No, but th- that that is part of it. But also just I think... That leadership and scoring big goals and, and being good defensively, I think he's always been very good for Cardiff. I think he'll be very good for us. So, um, somebody that might potentially be captain this year, if not assistant. So, I, I look forward to seeing what he can do, you know, watching him every week. Um, and I just, I just like the signing, so... I think it'll, it'll be very good. So eight. Dunbar. I've given John Dunbar a seven. Uh, he is a guy who has always been a sort of danger man for Guildford. 
and I think he's he's going to be playing with guys who will definitely give him more chances to score this year, but also chances to to produce assists. Uh, I just worry that perhaps in the last couple of years, maybe because of of the impact he did have, that people are are able to shut him down a wee bit more. Um, so again, if he if he does produce, you know, looking back at what he did last year, he was on forty uh, odd points from fifty four games. I would like to think he can he can increase that a bit, uh, and he'll he'll definitely do a good job for us. But I think he might just if the expectation is for him to get loads of points, I think it might be a bit of a struggle. But I'm I'm excited to have him play with um, the guys that I've got in his line as as we'll come to, uh, and then Harry Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Ferguson, I've given a five. Um, he's he's the lowest scorer in the team. Um, I think we're going to see him more as I've said with Buesa. But I just don't think he's he's going to really have have much of an impact. So from that point of view, I can't say he's going to have a good season, which would be a six. So I've just said five. <laughs> right. Okay. Terrible explanation for Ferguson, but anyway, that was my sixth one. So I was I was getting on a bit. Yeah. Um... Right, okay, I think we kind of differ then on quite a lot there. Um, I, I'll say that I think our forwards um, this year will be, on the whole, I think they'll be better than our defence. Um, I think we've kind of maybe already alluded to that. And I don't know if I'm maybe getting carried away a wee bit because I think I remember giving quite high scores to our forwards last season um, and that didn't really work out So, but I'm saying that these guys are going to be better, I think they will be um, so I'll, well, I'll run through them anyway, yeah. Wessa I've given a 6 to um, I think you'll see again, kind of much much of the same from, from Wessa, I think you know, he'll give you a lot of hard work on the fourth line um, with kind of obvious limited time, but I think he'll use it well. Um, Shabot or Shabot, I've given an eight and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he, I've, what I've written here is Dynamo. Okay. Um, I think he, I think you'll see him in a number of different positions for us as well, and I think he will excel in each of them. Um, I think he will be a big player, and I think he'll be a fan's favourite. I uh, see that is that is bold. Yeah, I do like that. I, yeah, I kind of thought that, but but he's not the one I've got in that that slot. No, so, I mean that. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think from from this is your section, but from my point of view, I think I just. Don't expect him to be quite as hit the ground running as that, but it would be great. So, that would be good. 
yeah, uh, I mean, we'll see. We'll see, but... Anyway. Yeah. Alright, that's just... That's my thoughts, anyway. I think he's... I think he'll be really good for us. Um, John Cowney, I've given an 8 to. Um, I think under Malcolm Cameron, he can be even better than what he has been with Dundee and Guildford. Um, and I think you maybe you maybe even see him given more chances maybe on on the second line at times. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll kind of get onto lines and stuff like that anyway, but um, that's just my thoughts. I think he will maybe take it up another gear. I think he's got that in him. So we'll see about him. Uh, Steph Dixon, I've given a nine. Mm-hmm. To, I think he is a classy player. Um, they kind of makes it look effortless at times. Um, I think it'll be great and for us in the dressing room as well. It'll be the kind of player that drives others on. Um, I think he's the most experienced in there. Um, so yeah, and kind of like you said as well, potential sort of captain material. So, and I think we'll get that from him. Um, you know, again, you kind of look at your CV, but you do, you only need to look at that and see that the type of player that he's been throughout his career. Um, you know, yeah. he's not he's not one to kind of he's not going to come here and just uh, down tools. He's going to come and be the same guy that he's been at every other team so um, so yeah I'm excited about him uh, John Dunbar I've given a 7 to as well um, same as yourself I think he'll have a steady season um, I think he will chip in as well but I think his, his days of a point a game will be will be gone which I think is fine I don't think we'll need him to be that that guy this season um, mm-hmm. By the way, just just on him, I'm actually, yeah, you know, a lot of the the stuff I saw with Guilford, I think it'll be it'll be cool to see him every week because I think he's a proper skilled player. Yeah, and you you do see obviously the few times that we play Guilford, you see that a bit, but I think seeing him every week, you really appreciate that. Um, I no, for whether sure. there's whether there's production at the end of it. We'll see, but I'm excited just to see, you know, his um, really quick hands and a really clever sort of thinking player. So it'll be exciting to see him every week, actually. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and was the last one, Harry Ferguson. Uh, I've given a six to as well because I basically I've uh, my comments have I've said see Boessa. Mm-hmm. I think you just you know kind of hard working fourth liner. I think that's fine. Yeah. No, it is that, that they will be needed more so now. And Malcolm Cameron said that it's it's going to be a four four line league mm. this time. Uh, and obviously because of some of the, I think his comments were that some of the bad starts last year meant he needed to shorten the bench. So these guys really weren't seen at times. So hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully that doesn't happen quite so much and they can take the lead in more games and give them a chance. Aye, definitely. Uh, Right, final six. I'll go through that. Uh, Gary Hayden. I've given Gary Hayden a nine. 
Um, and, and I think this is the sort of what you were saying about uh, Shabbat. I've got Gary Hayden in that in that slot as being the real sort of breakout type. Everybody notices him, does everything, and really really stands out. I think maybe a bit like a Charlie Combs type who came in to Dundee and by the end of it everyone was sort of talking about him. Scored goals, was skilled, fast. Um and you know, really hungry first year professional, so I've got high hopes for him. Um Brad Kennedy, I've given a seven. Um I think he's one that I'm I'm not sure about exactly what role he'll be in, but I think he's got potential to be a kind of Scott Tansky type utility guy, really energetic, fast, can score goals, um, and also not afraid to to sort of put himself about a bit. I look forward to him. I think he's he's an upgrade on what we saw last year. Uh, I don't think he's going to produce a lot of points, but I don't think he'll be in the team to do that. So I think he's going to have a good season, but I've given him a seven. Uh, Noam Laporte, I've given a nine. Just because, just because I think he needs to be and is going to be pretty much our, our top forward again from an all-round point of view where he's now had a couple of seasons in the league scores big goals can fight as a leader just really has improved in the last couple of years that we've seen him I think he just was great last season and is is crucial to the team I think he's going to be brilliant again so I've given him a 9 McParland I've given an 8 uh, Excellent player, obviously. It's going to take him perhaps a, a few weeks to adapt to the league. But I think after that, he's, he's going to show that he can do all the things that we need. I think he'll come in and be a, a decent face-off guy, definitely a goal scorer. Uh, Malcolm Cameron said he's um, quite a tough player as well at times. So that's good. I think he's going to be relied upon to get points and that might be one thing that mm. could could hamper him. I think in the past where we've brought guys in who are known point scorers, it's almost like we've expected it just to happen straight away for them. So give him a bit of time but he's, he's going to be uh, I think initially the, the top line centre so um, a top player next is Craig Peacock I've actually given <laughs> I've given Peacock a 7 I've given Peacock a 7 he, he does come into other categories he does honestly I've given him a 7 yeah, see because I think he might this might finally this might finally be the year where we see something <laughs> from Peacock. You see, you've said this every other season. So what? Right. So basically, I'll tell what, you what's different. I'll tell you yeah, what's, different. what's different. Right. I'll tell you what's different. 
is because he's going to be playing a leadership role on the fourth line with Ferguson Buesa. I think he's going to have a wee bit more responsibility. Um, Malcolm Campbell's going to rely on him in a bit, a bit more than we've seen in the past. He's just kind of been airy fairy. He played top two lines for Fife. Uh, I know that's Fife. I know. I just think. I don't know why I think it's shit. It's just <laughs> giving a five. It's. <laughs> It's just totally against anything. No, it is. It's against what I said. It was a bit last minute that I thought, could this be could this no, be thing? Uh, I like it. I do. Maybe, I do like I'm it. Being, maybe I'm being over generous. He's a guy who, a player who I don't like and probably will continue not really to like. But I'm just, right, this is it. This is it. This has got to be it. It's his last chance. <laughs> He's getting a seven. He's playing. He's playing fourth line, and he's gonna have to do something. So he needs to get a seven. Uh, right. Okay. And the last one is Matthew Watt. I've given him a nine because we know how good he, he has been. Last year, I think he was tremendous. I think he can do the same again this year. Possible, possible captain this season um, but I think we're going to get the same goal scoring from him uh, he's going to be on that I think he's going to pair him with Laporte again and the two of them are just going to be tremendous in the league again I think he's just always going to be getting you goals and you know that penalty kill everything he's, he's just an all round top man yeah. so for me Nine excellent, exceptional season again for him. So that that's Laporte, Hayden, and Wah. I've given nines to. So I think they're going to be our three, three top forwards. Excellent. Um, Apart from the peacock, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Aye. Uh, okay, Gary Hayden. I, I've. I've agreed with you. I've, I've given him a nine as well. I think he could be a guy that gets fans off their seats. Um, and again, similar to what you said about Charlie Combs um, and other guys that we've seen in the past come into the league and have a really good um, first pro season, I think we could get that or better from Gary Hayden. Um, yeah. I think well, what about a wee Mike Hammond type? Oh, I mean, how how great would that be? Yeah. Um, I think he's got that potential, though. I was going to say that. I think he's got the potential yeah. to sort of go on to bigger and better things as well. Um, so we'll see what happens there. But definitely a, definitely a really exciting player. Um, so that's why I've given him a nine. Uh, Brad Kennedy, I've given an eight to. Um, I think he's <clears throat> again, kind of like you said, that kind of big winger type player. I think he will chip in with points actually, and um, gives us a different sort of element to what we've had. I think um, certainly last season anyway. Um, so I think he will be good for us. Um, 
or sorry, I've said I think he would be very good for us with an eight. Mm-hmm. Um, Laporte, I've given an eight to as well. Um, and I've just said another solid season. Um, will drive all, every player on. Um, he's a big game player and he could be pivotal to us this season. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's an eight, but could again it's got potential to to go up. Mm-hmm. Um, McParland, I've given a nine to. Um, I think he's got what it takes to be our top goal scorer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's kind of he's got a bit of confidence about him as well. It kind of came through in his interview. Um, you know, saying like he loves to win, doesn't he hates losing. Um, so if he loves to win and he loves to score, then I think we'll love him as well. Yeah. Um, so for that reason, he's a nine. Uh, Peacock, I've given a six to. Um, just basically anybody on that fourth line is just a six, um, and that's fine. I think he'll be. I think you. You'll need. You'll need to be prepared. I think to sort of play that that fourth line role for us. Um, I've actually said to you as well that you could see a slight resurgence under Malcolm Cameron. <laughs> see. <laughs> <laughs> So, I, yeah, I guess kind of similar in a way to what you're saying. I think it's just, it, it does kind of lure you in. Because at the end of every season, you're like, nah, it's not. Yeah. It might, you know, it, it might get some time on some of the other lines, depending on how how it's going. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. And but, we've seen that he can do that as well, so. um, With us in the, in the past, so. But yeah, I think in general, I've given him a six. I think he'll be, I think he'll be good. I think he'll be better than previous seasons. Uh, and I think like I think he'll have to be though. I don't think, I don't think Cameron will take anything less than uh, than the best out of these guys. No, he's shown that. I think. Past. Yeah, yeah. So there's a bit of pressure on him. I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, so as long as he's up for it, I think he, he can perform for us. Uh, and finally, Matthew Wah, I've given a nine to as well. Um, and I've said another player of the year type performance, but won't have to do it all. Um, so, you know, you know could could see less um, pressure on him, I guess, to, to put up the same amount of points as he did last season. Um, but that could work in his favour. Um, I've said that he will still be excellent for us um, and has that potential captain material uh, in him as well although I think he's still um, is he still doing the assistant yeah not sure um, not sure actually management role so that that's kind of to be announced I think Right, okay. And just because he was but doing I've it last not, year, I think. Yeah, I've not seen anything explicit. I don't think there was anything explicit about it in his signing or whatever. Right, okay. But I suspect maybe he will. I don't know. Uh, but that's an interesting comment about, you know, he wouldn't have to do it all. Yeah. Which uh, is good. It shows, you know, how good he was last year when he did, all, did almost have to do all of it. Um, Probably yeah. sort of Laporte and 
Yellowhorn to an extent aside. Uh, he just he did he did do a bit of everything in the team. Um, but hopefully not hopefully he'll he'll play less because he'll he'll still see a lot of ice, but being able to to use the fourth line to sort of rest the top guys will help them all, I think. So that'll be that'll be good, yeah. I think he'll be another there's nothing to say he's not going to be great again. Like in the past yeah. couple of years we've said, oh, his injury record or his, uh, his age. Last year, he was, what, 34, 35? And I, don't, I think he only missed one or two games, really. So the way he plays, he, he plays smart. You know, he doesn't. He's not skating about everywhere and, and trying to, Go past players with speed. He, he just knows what his game is. So, from that point of view, I think it'd be similar to Dixon. Yes. And they're just very experienced, know what they're strong at, and, and just play the game well. So, there's two two very experienced heads that will be will be great for us. So, um, moving on then to the, the the categories that we we discussed and have discussed in the past. Uh, I've given a couple of spoilers in my my ratings, but uh, let's go through let's go through these. Um, I'll let you go first, and then I'll I'll tell you who who my shout is for each of them. So, top goal scorer first. Okay, doc. Um, top scorer. Uh, I've got well, I've got two, but I've got one for goals and one for overall points. So, <clears throat> goals wise, you'll get goals. It's Matthew Wah again. Uh, I think he, I, I suppose we've kind of talked at length about this, but he's, he did sort of thrive working under Cameron. Um, and I think we'll see more of the same from him. Um, points, overall points, I, I've gone uh, Stephen McParland. Um, just kind of based off how how his last three years have gone in Italy. Um, so we know he can play outside of North America um, and excel as well. So I've gone McParland there. Exact same too for me. Exact same <laughs> too for the same reasons. Uh, I think just to kind of mention McParland, there was the Yellowhorn factor last year mm. where he just saw a guy who generally puts up points and actually Yellowhorn did do it. I just think McParland will do it in a a way that he's more useful in other areas as well to the team. So, you know, nothing against Yellowhorn. I think I had him as going to be our top point scorer last year. Yeah. yeah. But, and he was close. I think Wah was ahead of him, wasn't he? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't much in it, but no. So yeah, McParland. I'm not wanting to. Not that he'll care, but me to put too much pressure on him to (laughs) to score points. But I think he will. So get the same two there. Um, Penalty minute leader. Uh, Right. Oh, sorry. You got for there? No. I I thought this one was. Not as clear cut as it has been in previous years, I think. Um, Agreed. 
I think there's three potentials. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you've I, got the same three as me, I'll be very surprised. <laughs> Have you actually written three down? I've got three down, yeah. Right, okay. I think maybe two of them will match. Um, okay. I've said Mitch Jones as the probable out-and-out most penalty minutes. Um, I've then said possibly Nolan Laporte or Brad Kennedy. Yeah, two two matches. Two out of three. I, I've said Kennedy as most. Okay. And that's that's because I think Jones did get a lot last year, but there's a bit of a first EIHL year syndrome with penalty minutes for me. <laughs> okay. Without doing any research, I quite often think guys come in and take like a season to get used to the refereeing and whatever else. So yeah, Jones's penalty minutes will reduce a bit still be high so I'm giving Kennedy the kind of um, agitation role and I think he'll he'll get a few not not loads you know I thought like for example Cody Saul would come in and just rack them up and they didn't uh, I don't think Kennedy's going to be excessive in any way but I just think he'll get them I'd also written uh, Gergely Toth as well as a potential, as a potential um, outside bet for it, um, just because I I don't really know how it'll be. We don't. It, it's hard to it's hard to tell. Yeah. We've seen in the past, like some of the European guys come in and some adapt better than others. Uh, but you know, it, it'll be coming in, getting used to the refereeing again, and for a defenseman, maybe. Things are a bit different there. I don't know. So, possible outsider, but I don't think he's going to lead the team. So, it was just a bit of a a left field suggestion. Fair um, enough. Interesting, actually. Sorry, just quite yeah. interesting. None of us said Kevin Massey, despite him being the sir. I guess the kind of Cody Soul replacement type player, and that he's tall and big. But yes, no, I know. You, but you look at his, you look at his CV, and you you see that he's not the kind of guy that picks up a lot of minutes. So, mm-hmm. yeah, only one season, I think. Victoria yeah. is at 101, but last year he had 17 in 26 games for Nottingham. So, just just shows you that uh, first year referee penalty minute syndrome isn't really a thing, but. <laughs> Anyway, um, right, favourite favourite defenceman? Hey, I've got Medrick Mercy. No, I'm joking. I've gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That was a shocker. <laughs> that was an absolute. Oh. Uh, <laughs> right, okay. Uh, no, I've gone with Gailey Toth. Um, despite the fact that he kind of almost falls into the same category as Mercy. Um, because he's kind of youth, kind of youthful player. Um, I think he's got good skill and ability coming forward with a puck. Um, he's got a, a good bit of size about him, but I think uses it smartly as well. Um, so I think he'll be the one D man that stands out for me. He was he was actually my backup. I've said Mitch Jones. Yeah. Uh, 
just because we've we've had that sample last year, and I like the offensive defenseman. So um, yeah, I think we're going to have another exciting season from Jones. So I've said him. Um, your favourite forward? This was genuinely really difficult to pick. Yeah. Um, given what I mean, given what I've said, I've got five names. <laughs> five names, yeah. Right. I've picked one though. I've picked one. I, I, I've gone with Gary Hayden. I am kind of genuinely really excited to see him. Um, that's maybe a wee bit of a left field, but I think he will be um, absolutely rapid. I think he'll get into the right areas. Kind of guy that won't give defenses a a spare second on the puck. Um, he'll always be on the move and creating and scoring big goals for us as well. So. Ultimately, I've gone with Gary Hayden with special mentions to Shabbat, McParland, Watt and Dixon. Mm. In general, it is, it's a good, a good group of forwards. No, it is. So. It is. I, I actually had Hayden and Shabbat in my one to watch. So okay. they, they have got a mention there. But for me, the forward is going to be... Uh, well, I, <laughs> I had three. I had three. But for me, again, it's going to be Laporte. Uh, he's, he's, he's going to be never anywhere near the likes of Scott Pitt. And by that, I mean how much I like Scott Pitt. Yeah, yeah. But I just just really like him. So I think, again, he'll, yeah, just for all the reasons said, he'll be my favourite. But I'm really excited to see the rest. Like, is it, I'm trying to differentiate between who I'm going to like the most and who I'm excited to see. Um, yeah, yeah. And actually, Matthew Wah has been, is is on that as well as Stephen Dixon. And oh, for sure. Their guys as, as favourite forwards, just because what's not to like about them, really. Exactly. Um, okay, well, least favourite forward? Least, mm, well, I've just gone least favourite player overall. All right. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. That's right. Yeah. I, I mean, it's Craig Peacock. I don't think we need to spend any time on that. Right. Yeah. Okay. But I was going to ask if, if there were any other shouts. Uh, yeah. My other shout will be um, for no other reason than. Don't actually think that I'm going to get excited, and it's Boyesan Ferguson. But if we're talking about imports, you're asking me to pick an import. I'll say, um, I'll say either Bhutan or Waltz. <laughs> right. And yeah, least, I mean, least favourite's a horrible category because I don't I don't want to my least favourite's not because I don't like them. They're just the, Yeah, apart from him, yeah. It's just the least favourite the least that I like the most. Yeah, yeah, the least <laughs> best. Yeah, the least best. The least best. So I'm I'm definitely expecting Waltz to be the guy that I that I laugh at my prediction at the end of the season. But um, yeah, just steady for me in Bhutan the same. So 
maybe those two least best. As I've okay. said before, we've got a very exciting group of forwards. Yeah, we do. Uh, and Brits, they're in the least best until we upgrade them. Apart from County, County, yes, yeah, this, this can be this can be a good one for County, but they're the other ones. So, no, yeah. I, I don't like that category so much, but have to think so. Yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, did you did you have any other mentions in that one, or is it just it just going for Peacock? No, I, I'm just going to go for Peacock. I think. I guess another shout would probably be but somebody like Bhutan. Um but there's no real reason behind that. Yeah, to, uh, to kind of merge that into one I said that maybe Bhutan would be one of the fans' least favourite. Yeah, yeah, potentially. Because um often if if you don't really stand out, um what kind of mistakes will be noticed, maybe he's the one to make them, but Again, I, I really hope not, but he's a possible fan, least best. Yeah. Um, no, that's that's fair enough. And uh, and for for fan favourite then. Fans favourite. Um, for this category, I've not picked uh, a returning player because I think guys like like Wa Laporte. Uh, and Jones will already be sort of fans' favourites. Yeah. I'm kind of looking at established. yeah. I'm kind of looking at some of the newer guys coming in. So I've picked two, and I've gone with McParland or Shabot. Yeah. Um. I, I, and again, I think they'll just be because I think well McParland because I think he'll he'll score a lot of goals for us. Um. So automatically will be. A fan's favourite because of that, but I think you'll put in a lot of hard work as well and um, put in a lot of good shifts. And I guess, kind of similar to Shabbat, I think you know, a, a guy that can play a number of different positions. Um, and I think we'll see him quite a lot um, this year. And it's a, I guess, a kind of blue collar type, type of player, um, which kind of resonates with with fans, so mm-hmm. I've, I've went for those two. Yeah, I've gone for Dixon there, just because I think it would be really great to see him every week in a purple jersey, and I think people will kind of really appreciate everything that he does. So yeah. I, I've gone for I've gone for him, and probably people will like his hair as well, so... Yeah. I've gone for him. And if, for example, as a captain, people tend to gravitate, I think, towards the, the leadership guys in the team. As yeah. long as they're yeah. uh, obviously good players. But you look at likes of Matt Keith and stuff, he he was a very good captain and, and just did everything right. So people do, fans do appreciate that kind of player. So that's what I'm, I'm putting Dixon into that sort of mould. Um, Can't argue with that. Okay, so just to finish on the players, we've got the potential line matchups. Um, first, I, I don't think we need to mention the, the goaltenders. We've agreed that Driscoll will probably start more games. Um, but who did you have as your defensive pairings and why? 
Um, sorry, I just I, I had I had more um I had more categories there, but over. Oh, Sorry. I had well. We can just kind of quickly go over these, right? So yeah. Okay. Um, fans least least favorite again. I don't. We don't really need to do this one. I was just going to quickly suggest um John Dunbar though, if he's not. If he's not kind of performing like like he was in Guildford, um, yeah, he could be can't another, be so. another Jamie Crooks though. Well, surely yeah. not. Surely uh, not. I don't what think he'll be Guildford curse. <laughs> could be a Guildford curse. I don't think he will be. Um, I don't think he'll be as bad as as Jamie Crooks was. Um, but I'm just meaning like it, I can see him being the type of player that maybe goes a few games without. Scoring or and that maybe can I I don't know mm-hmm. you can see that maybe annoying some fans but yeah put some in the spotlight a bit yeah apart from that I'll say Peacock there's a lot of Peacock fans though yeah I know but I just uh, I don't know. yeah I actually think I mentioned that maybe in between I I'd said Bhutan just because it might oh, yeah. be it yeah. might be the least least best. <laughs> you did, sorry. You did. Yeah. Um one to watch. I guess we've kind of talked about this as well. Um but just quickly I've said like Shabbat or Hayden and I would put in a, a wee a wee shout for Colton Maltz as well. Why not? Ooh. Yeah, okay. I'd Hayden and Shabbat. And then Finally, bold predictions. Did you have any bold predictions? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah, sorry. I just completely skipped over it. No, My sorry. bold prediction is that Clan will finish fourth. Okay. Um, I was going to say and make playoff finals weekend. Hmm. But I thought there's a difference between bold and daft. <laughs> so I've said fourth. I think that... Right. At the moment, I'd really like the, the look of the forwards. Um, and I think we're going to be a better team than we were last year. And there wasn't really too much in it in the sort of midfield of the table. I think we'll be much closer to Nottingham, if not, as I've said, overtake them. Just because I just like the look of our team more at the moment. Albeit there's things I like about Nottingham, but... You said bold, so I'm going to say that. Uh, and I think that whilst bold still being realistic, we're not going to be as good as Belfast, Cardiff or Sheffield. So that's kind of where I've put us. So bold enough, but not brash. No, I think that makes sense. Um, I've gone bold, though. Um some I need to take a note. I need to take a note of the time so <laughs> we can revisit this. Some might say this is daft, and probably six weeks into the season it will be. But I'm saying that this is the season. This is the season that we finally win some silverware. And okay. I mean, like some proper silverware, not like the old conference trophy or whatever. So a challenge cup. Whether that's or challenge a, or, cup, a, or, a, or a playoff, or playoff, or even the league. Right. Okay. 
yeah, I can't I can't even nearly bring myself to to agree with the league. But the other two fine. I think well to sort of, to back myself up slightly. Um if that's possible, I don't think it is at this point. People are turning off. Um as I'm speaking. But I think mm. we can match other teams in the league. I don't think we 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 kinda of shown that last season. Uh, with us a weakened team so I don't think there's any need to fear any teams um, I do think we'll need to be at it from the start but I'm, I'm sure you know we're kind of better prepared this season than we were last year um, Yeah, I mean, inspired confidence in his interview yeah. talking, about the, talking about the planning and the schedule and he's got much more time to do that and that is all going to work in our favour um, I think given that he's good friends with the Colorado Avalanche coach his coaching is going to be absolutely transformed overnight and we're going to be tactically the best team in the league uh, yeah, yeah see. Uh, but no I, I do I like it but I just don't I don't see where we're going to get that consistency of a league winning team I just don't yeah. think we'll quite, we'll quite have it that we need to win I mean, it's you know, absolutely fair enough. Because four out of four out of six, or five out of six. Uh, every yeah. kind of, every kind of, if you split the league up into sections, um, we'll, I agree. Know, yeah. We're always strong, pretty strong at home. No real reason why that won't continue. I think we'll be a better team than Guildford, Fife, Dundee, Manchester, and Coventry. As I've said. But can we go down to Guildford and, you know, win all the games down there? And, uh, you know, can we go to places <laughs> that we've struggled in the past? Like, I think we've struggled a bit in Dundee at times as well. These are these are the places yeah. to win the league. We need to go and almost sweep those teams. And then, yeah. and then you're looking at how do we... How do we fare against the top guys? That's the thing I just don't think we've quite got. But yeah, short playoff series or Challenge Cup, yeah. Yeah, no, that is fair enough. Um, two other quick, bold predictions. Um, I've said, first one is we'll concede more goals this season than last season. Ooh. But offensively, we'll be so much better that it won't matter. Yeah. I mean, I certainly hope the second thing is true. We really did struggle some games for goals. We conceded a lot last season. Yeah, we did. I, I, I don't think a Malcolm Cameron second season is going to concede as many. Okay. I know we've not got to start it, but I just... I think with that one year of experience, he knows how teams play and he knows the rinks and the set. I, I can't see as being as... Like, I think we'll be much more um, tight. Yeah. Albeit there were some good defencemen in there last year. I think he's just, he's recruited based on what he needs. I can't see us conceding as many goals. And I can't see scoring more. So automatically that makes us better, <laughs> yeah. I get it. But um, if no, we concede enough. more goals, I'll be very disappointed. You know, what was yeah, the average that's... last year? Three, over three a game. Yeah, I think I would be as well. That's 
Because we're not, the, the problem is we're not always going to score more. And if no, we can, yeah. concede more, then the, the dreams of the, if we're not going to score more every game, then we, we can't be as, as leaky. So Yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. But if, <laughs> if we start well, then the, the dream might be on. Hi, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Final bold prediction is I think that Jordan County will score more goals than the rest of the Brits will score points combined. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Maybe not. Maybe not. I, I actually had Big Season County written down. Okay, yeah. So I kind of agree. He hadn't put numbers on it, but I think he yeah, would be I, I really, really impressive. I didn't really look in great depth um, about that, but it's, I think it's quite bold actually. Last well, last season he scored nine goals, so I'm saying that the rest of the the rest of the Brits are not going to get nine points between them. Yeah, I mean it, that's not ridiculous for Buesa and Ferguson. I think Stenton will get a few, and Peacock will be. At least in the teens. So, right. Okay. So yeah, County will need a, a lot of goals to to overtake that, but why not? Aye. We'll see. But that was it anyway. Sorry. We'll yeah. Well. It's good. It's good. It's um. It's it sounds positive anyway. Um. So for well, I might as well start then. My defensive pairings I had. Um, Bhutan with Stenton, Toth with Waltz and Massey with Jones. And my main reasoning was to kind of split up the offensive guys with a bit more, something a bit more steady. And I'm saying that Massey and Waltz are steadier. And as I said before, Bhutan to sort of coach Stenton again through a wee bit. So uh, I think Toth and Jones will be the main power play defenseman as well. So um, I've gone with that. And then obviously the right and left shot alignment. Um, only Toth and Waltz, both left-handers, but we need somebody to play on their offside. So that's my, my six for that. That's interesting because I've gone completely different. Um, but I, I do actually like your reasoning probably better than mine. So that's mm-hmm. interesting what I think about myself there. <laughs> uh, first first line I've got Bhutan and Waltz and mm-hmm. purely because they've played together before. Um so you know potentially a potentially a good a good partnership to be had there. Yeah. Um second line I've got Jones and Toth, more offensive minded, um but could work well together. Uh, and then third line, I've got Massey and Stenton, um, and that kind of big guy, wee guy dynamic, which has worked well, I guess. So, yeah. Um, and again, just kind of a, a bit of a bigger presence um, there to kind of assist with Stenton. So, yeah, he, he, that he's done that before with with Sol, so that is good reasoning. You've just gone with two forward thinking guys, and I've not put those. Two forward thinking guys together. So, 
Yeah. When the lines, I'm, I'm going to go back to that when we do see the lines for the the preseason game, because it might be um, that none of us are right. So uh, let's see. Um, for forwards, start with the fourth line. I've got Ferguson, Peacock, and so the first name is my right winger. So Ferguson on the right, Peacock, and then Boyce on the left. I'm assuming you're the same for that one. Yeah, same, same three. Um, I've got Ferguson as the centre, though, but I don't. Uh, don't know. Uh, it could be Ferguson. It could be Boyce. Either or. I think we could probably change a bit, but who knows? Yeah, I think you have fake Peacock on face-offs, though. So, although Peacock yeah. might, might, um, because of his apparent face-off prowess. Might obviously come out for certain defensive face-offs as well with some of the other guys on the, you know, the, the more top forwards. So he'll be, I think mainly he'll be playing with those two, but could appear elsewhere. Third line, I've got um, Shabot, County, and Kennedy. Yeah, got exactly the same. County is the centre. Uh, second line, I've got Dunbar, Dixon, and Hayden. Uh, yep. Same. <laughs> so then Laporte, McParland, and Wah on the top line. Yeah. Um, I, I'm having Laporte and Wah play together just because of last year. McParland, I think, has got to be playing with those guys, given his, his CV and his point production. I think the three of them could be very dangerous together. Yeah. Um. Hayden and Dunbar, two very skilled players playing with Dixon. That's one that they might look to to mix up. You know, they might give Dunbar a chance with possibly Laporte or Wah. I don't know if, if he's looking at assisting things, but Dixon for sure, centering that line, just winning all the face-offs. And Dunbar and, and Hayden, some, some real skill, so Certainly in those top six, very exciting. And then actually a third line that's much stronger than we've had in the past. You know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Those three guys, Kennedy, County and Shabbat, could be, you know, really go-to guys that put up points as well. We've not had that for a, for a while. Yeah, exactly. Um, I get quite similar um, in our predictions there for forwards then. Um, I'd said potentially you could see Dixon in, on the top line um, and Laporte on the second um, and the second line I've said I've currently got it as, as Dixon, Hayden and Dunbar then I think Hayden helps with the speed um, we'll get chances uh, from the other two as well and I've also said that Dunbar and Shabbat could swap if there needed to be a bit more kind of grit on the second line. Mm-hmm. Um, then you could you could maybe see that. Similarly, I've said Cowney and Hayden could swap second and third as well um, yeah. to give uh, a bit more of a kind of speed element to the third line. Um, so yeah, it's, it's I guess it's like kind of it's a good. A good headache, if it is a headache, 
for Malcolm Cameron to have um, with that group of players because they all look, um, you know, the, on paper they all look excellent. So, yeah, just just really excited for it to to start now. Yeah, um, absolutely. Was that a month a month today to the, the first preseason game? Yeah. So the the last thing I was I was going to talk about was those preseason games. Um, I think it had been in the sort of fixture calendar on the website for a while, but they just hadn't, hadn't really announced it. So two games, home on Saturday 3rd and then away on Sunday 4th September against Dundee. Um, obviously, that will be a good test. Jeff Mason there, kind of building quite a new young team. So we'll see how we fare against them. But I think on that, that first game, it's always excitement and then you're maybe let down a bit by some guys and then surprised by others just because you know they've not played together much and things are, are being tried out but yeah a month today so not long really that hockey fever um is back all right it's coming back soon get your tickets um get your tickets now or um get your uh, I don't know. <laughs> Get your beach towels. That was it. Yeah, I mean, the the first actual um, competitive game for Clan is uh, a Challenge Cup on the 9th of September, Friday the 9th, at home to Fife. So you'll have the, the two pre-season games and then the first, first game on the Friday night, so um, hopefully the team really hit the ground running and all the predictions come true, except the ones that we've said won't be very good. Hopefully they are they are very good. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm excited to listen to this back at the end of the season and just be proved right about them. Yeah, of course. If, if you're proved, if you're proved right about. One particular bold, bold prediction that you made, then we'll all be laughing for sure. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, that would be great. Um, if we win the league, then we'll we'll end up on the ice. Yeah. Oh, I think so. I think every fan will end up on the ice. Has to be. Um, it'll be a big, a big upset. Let's be honest, but a great upset. Um, <clears throat> so I think I think what we'll do is, um. The next episode we'll we'll look more in depth at some of the other teams because there's a lot of stuff to cover there and kind of preview generally the league uh, and see kind of where we stand from that point of view. But um, happy that with a month to go we've got a settled team and get everybody in soon and really look to to have a good season that possibly we can get even more excited about than before. Yeah, definitely. I think it would be good as well to have a proper, uh, I think Malcolm Cameron had said, like a proper sort of training camp style thing, which is kind of something that we've not, not really had before, I guess. So it would be good to get the guys in for a, at least a couple of weeks. To Yeah, because we'll have the, because the arena rights, that means we'll have ice available, is that right? 
Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, that's the impression I get, not having to train away, which actually is, is a big point and a good one to make. They can be used to the rink, so... You know, we've we've always had to had to start without that, um, mm-hmm. with that disadvantage, I should say. So, um, maybe this maybe this is the maybe this is the time that, that we do go all the way. Who knows? Nah, I'm joking. It's definitely not happening. <laughs> nah, oh well, we can dream. Yeah, well, let's continue. We can dream. That's the name of this episode, hundred and one. We can dream. Um, but. Thanks, obviously, as ever, for um, your contribution and for people who listen and let us know what you think about our predictions. If if anybody gets to that stage, then you can you can tell us how embarrassing we've been, um, and we'll we'll catch up next time with our sort of league preview. I think so. That's, um, that's it from me. That's it from him. That's it from him. Catch you next time, folks. Yes.